afternoon and welcome to the boldness on 3CR 855 AM. The boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. My name is Raphael, the biologist Caleb and on our final show for 2022. We're talking with Talia Blanchard, a disability advocate. Welcome to The Boldness, Talia. Hi, thank you for having me. Talia, it's an absolute pleasure. And we're going to be talking about some very important work you've been doing as a disability activist and advocate. Let's get this thing rolling. Now, Talia, what is CPA Active? Yeah, so the CPA Active was created through the Cerebral Palsy Alliance as an opportunity for young people with cerebral palsy to come together and both create friendships and bond together, but also discuss some of the bigger issues that are impacting their lives and to be able to come together as one big group to create big change within our country. And it has been so incredible to be a part of this group and watching it grow as it's something that began as just Zoom calls where a few people would jump on. But now it's led us to today where we are launching campaigns and actually talking directly to politicians and it's really incredible. Well, Talia, so, and what needed to change? Now, what were some of these things that the group identified needed to change? Well, some of the biggest things that we would spend our time talking about was education and employment and talking about what our dream school or our dream university would look like, what what we would have in place in a world that was absolutely perfect. We then started branching that and being like, well, how would that then lead on to our dream worlds with employment? And 
that was then further leading us to networking and talking about, well, how comfortable do we feel connecting with new people and discussing our rights and advocating for what we need? And in the end, that's what grew into us realising we didn't have to just be discussing this as a dream. This is something that we could actually be, make our new reality and actually bring into action here across New South Wales and across the country. If not, we dream of one day these things reaching internationally. Tali, that's going to revisit some of these things. Now, in the dream ideal world, what were some of these types of dreams CPA Active were considering? How would it, why would it be so good to have this dream world? What was it about? There were so many incredible ideas that were coming out of these discussions from people coming up with creative ideas for how virtual reality could be used within education to also basic necessities such such as accessibility within school grounds and a few big things that came up time and time again were to do with the guidelines or lack thereof guidelines that exist around provisions for assessments and exams and how so many educational institutions have completely different ideas on what is an acceptable provision that can be allocated to a disabled student. and. Another thing that that then brought up was this idea of how so many of us feel that our teachers or our educators didn't have that same understanding of disability because they did not have that same lived experience. So we started reflecting and realising how few of us had ever had a disabled teacher and what that would mean to have someone with cerebral palsy or someone with any disability there teaching us when we're at school. And that is what we were all discussing. And it was incredible to see how excited the group would become as we discussed these ideas. Now, Talia, with this dream world, so it sounds like people started to develop the dreams and the ideals of what they would have liked an education or a workplace to be like, as opposed to the actual lived experience of what had actually happened. And they were looking to create a better place for everyone? We did spend some time reflecting on what we had experienced 
I know myself, I, I shared many stories with my group of things that experienced through my journey from education at schools to at university. We realized that so much that of what we had experienced, whether that be teachers wanting to remove provisions due to students being successful in their classes or students missing out on essential excursions or being able to use or access certain classrooms due to their access needs. It made us realise that it was time for change. We wanted to be able to use the voice that we have to be able to create change within this system, to be able to improve it for us and for everyone else. I can really relate to this, Talia. I identify as a person with a disability. It's kind of like what you were really talking about, Talia, the CPA active. It sounds like you're starting to blaze the trail. Tell us about it. Yes, so Blaze the Trail is the campaign that our group of what we like to affectionately call the CP Active Champions. This is what we created. And I would like to preface this by saying that this strategy was designed by disabled students in partnership with educators and the employers and the community. We tried to create this so then it was consistent with our human rights obligations. So what we came up with was three key asks. And the first one was for clear, consistent and enforceable guidelines for support around assessments at school and university for students with disability. And that one alone is so important. And sometimes within myself, I get frustrated realising that that doesn't yet exist when it most definitely should. But to go on, our second ask was for a pathway for people with disability to enter the teaching workforce. And a big thing that I like to put with this is a story from when I was in high school And I had gone through a change of diagnosis and I was quite nervous to tell this to my teachers. But there was one class for me, math, that I always felt was different to my other classes. And so I went up to tell my math teacher first and she hugged me and said, that she had a, she had thought so for quite a while. So what she had done was had put things in place within that classroom because she understood what my needs were before I even fully understood my own needs. 
So she wanted to make that as accessible as possible to me by giving me access to printouts of the slides that we were using in class or giving me extra time to write down the notes. And I had no idea the whole time that she was doing so much to improve the accessibility of my own school for me. But it's all because she understood disability. Now, imagine how much better that would be if we had teachers who were also disabled, who were doing that to support students across the country. Our third ask, which is for those out there who may not wish to pursue teaching as a career choice, but we're asking for a statewide initiative supporting the development of pathways for students with disability into large businesses, government departments, and community organisations. This, to me, is another thing that should exist and is so important. It's so important that we see more disability representation in these large businesses and especially within our government. It's so important that people with that lived experience are the ones that are able to be in those rooms making decisions. But it's also important that people with disability have the opportunity to look up to other people who are like them achieving their career goals. I know for me, it was always such a difficult thing when I wanted to achieve so much in my life, but I never saw anyone else going before me doing the same thing that looked like me or had similar experiences to me. And this is where a lot of what we've spoken about in this ask, as well as the other three, is to do with that idea of mentorship and going back to that very, very famous line of you can't be what you can't see. This is so important for our young people to be able to see the future that they can have. And it's important for others to be able to use this as a tool for education and for more important than just learning, but it's unlearning the things that have been taught in years past about disability. Well, Talia, this is a great spot here for us to have a really fantastic conversation about this. But we're going to play some community announcements and then we'll be back continuing the interview with Talia Blanchard, a disability activist and disability advocate. And we are talking about the CPA Active and how the world should be 
We're Victorian bushfire survivors. We know fire. With flames reaching 1,100 degrees, the wave of radiant heat can kill from 200 metres away. If you knew fire, you'd prepare your home. You'd know when to leave, where to go and how to get there. We know how important it is to plan and prepare. How well do you know fire? Plan. Act. Survive. Go to vic.gov.au slash nofire. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. The sun is shining, or at least it's attempting to. So get your picnic blankets out and gather your mates and stock up on your summer wine. We're so excited that our summer wine fundraiser is back. This year we're selling delicious wine generously provided by 3CR supporter Jam Sheed Wines. Just $20 per bottle or you can snap up even more of a bargain by buying in a dozen or half dozen lots and mixes. Order online 3cr.org.au forward slash shop or call the station on 9419 8377 during business hours. Jam Sheed Wines is a 3CR supporter. Welcome back to the Boldness Disability Current Affairs on 3CR. My name is Rafael Caleb and we're talking with Talia Blanchard, disability advocate, disability activist and a spokesperson for CPA Active. Now, Talia... What we're talking about on peer-driven leadership, peer-driven education, peer-driven systems, this is music, not only to my ears, but music to all our listeners, as it should be for all people. Now, Talia, with this education system and the ideals that are actually in place around access and inclusion, what do you identify as some of the barriers that are within the current system? I think that whilst many things have happened within the education system in the past few years to make it more inclusive and accessible, there is still a really long way to go. I know that for myself, Part of me starting a new year in my education often involves having to lodge new documents to reprove my permanent disability and to wait and see if I will still have access to my provisions. I was really grateful that once I went to university, they actually only required this documentation once. And what they did was they took the provisions that I was given at school and instantly approved them. But 
within just a few assessments, my teachers and lecturers quickly realised that my provisions that I was allocated were not adequate. A key example of this was that it is not suitable for me to be able to sit assessments in a large group situation. And whilst my provisions meant that for formal exams, I got my own room, that didn't count for practical exams or other in-class assessments. That was very quickly changed at university. And they further realised that there was more and more that needed to be done to make my experiences in the education system more accessible. But something that I always found difficult at school was that when I was approved to have provisions, people didn't understand that I could have provisions while also performing well in these assessments. There was this expectation that for me to be eligible for accessibility within education, that I also had to perform. So Talia, what it really sounds like, the journey which you've had with education it's, but there's been challenge and there's been inbuilt structural problems with it. And that from sharing with your personal experience, are you able to briefly tell us in a very general way, was this similar to what other members of CPA Active have experienced, having structural barriers? Yes, I would say that While we all have extremely unique stories from each of our own experiences at different schools or different universities or even with different access needs, we all could relate to the idea that these systems as they stand are not accessible and that there is more that we can do because many of the things that we are experiencing aren't acceptable and it is time for change. Now, Talia, is it in the time that CPA Active has been formed, been formalised, How much influence or change has actually taken place in terms of some of the people that have listened to the concerns of CPA Active? I think that there is already so much that is changing, but a a lot of that is actually from the members within our own group where 
through this group, I have watched so many of my friends become so passionate, but also upskilled in learning about sharing their story and having more experiences talking about these issues and coming up with plans and co-designing. And just the fact that we started coming together not that long ago and we have already been able to speak to people who are within the New South Wales Parliament or are candidates who will be running in the next New South Wales state election is just incredible. We've already had people who are outside of the disability community tell us that they have learnt things that they didn't previously know thanks to our stories. Natalia, we you get the double-barreled wind-up question here. And this is how we always finish up the interviews with the boldness. First part of the question is, what is the best way for people to learn about CPA Active and the Cerebral Palsy Alliance? And that leads on to the second part of the question. There is a petition. How can people find more about the petition, the change is that are needed to support CPA Active? Yes, we are looking for more people to get behind this and support us as we push to support everyone as well. So if you search up the CP Active or even going through searching Blaze the Trail, um, you will be able to have access to information about this campaign. And as you mentioned, there is a petition that we are calling for people to sign to be able to show their support. And another big thing that we are asking for people who feel comfortable to do is to share about this on social media as well. Tell your friends and family about this because this is not a one-off issue and this is something that impacts the lives of so many people, not just across this country but across the globe. And the more people that these ideas can reach, the more change that can happen. We truly believe that this is a necessity and we cannot wait to see what happens next. So search up CP Active, blaze the trail and sign our petition. Thank you very much for sharing your, your experience, insight, wisdom and your time with the boldness on 3CR 855M 
Thank you very much, Talia Blanchard, Disability Advocate. Thank you so much for having me. The website is www.cpaactive.org.au and it's all lowercase. And as we approach Christmas, what you've just described, Talia, would be almost utopia as a Christmas present, and that means there's only one way we can actually end the show tonight. We're going to go out with a song by Johnny Crescendo, Access, Access. Thank you very much for listening. The boldness wishes everyone Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and keep listening to 3CR. Thank you very much. United was wrong, we won't go away because we know you're wrong. Access, access, you've had your way too long. We're here and we're gonna stay. You closed all the streets, the shitters out of town. You tried to give us sweets as you took away our ground. We don't want treats as our lights are going down. What we want is access now. 